Hello everyone, you're listening to the Socially Desi Show, the podcast that motivates you to live, create and inspire. If this is your first time here, welcome. This is a special edition of the Socially Desi Show where we discuss tips and strategies with our guest speakers on how to tackle problems related to personal growth, mental health, relationships, entrepreneurship and health and fitness. So hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com for more of such content. Today I have two special guests on the show. Mr Anil Bhandari and Chef Devendra Kumar Mr Anil is the chairman of AB Smart Concepts and chairman organizing committee of the Indian Culinary Forum Chef Devendra Kumar or lovingly called as Chef DK is the vice president F&B production and executive chef at Le Meridian Hotel He is also the president of the Indian Culinary Forum Hello gentlemen welcome to the show Thank you Anurag Thank you Anurag It's a pleasure to be hosting you both on the show today so uh, I mean it gives me immense pleasure that you guys are here on the show and first of all uh, congratulations on the successful completion of the 17th annual chef awards so big congratulations on that thank, thank you so you. much so uh, I'll start off uh, with this episode uh, with Mr Anil uh, uh, Mr Anil uh, to our audience who are not aware about you why don't you tell us about your journey and how this whole collaboration with uh, chef dk started for you okay uh, first you want to know about my journey my journey is a very big journey which is start from 1969 mhm uh, i'm completing 51 years uh, in brief i will tell you i yeah. started uh, from the i was a graduate of the pusa institute of hotel management mhm i joined india tourism development corporation as called itdc the ashok group of hotels and way back in 1969 and uh, i finally ended up as his chairman and managing director i have joined as a management trainee and ended up as a chairman and managing director of the company wow and which wow. i was heading from 92 to 97 mm-hmm. and during that tenure my single objective was to turn around this company which i very successfully did the company resulted into over 78 crore of a net profit and paid dividend to the government over 24% it was considered to be one of the best uh, uh, in the new ratna companies mm-hmm. and uh, we had a very successful tenure and then we managed to also do disinvestment in the company as was the objective laid by the government and 10% of the equity of that time was uh, laid back which was mm-hmm. taken over by the Taj Group of Hotels. So wow. that is the wow. journey which we had with the ITDC. Thereafter, I was working with the ITC Hotels as an advisor, travel, tourism, and real estate. And thereafter, I also worked with an American company called Interstate Hotels, setting up their hotels division in India. Mm-hmm. Some I worked as a managing director for Hotel Corporation of India. I worked for JHM Interstate of Hotels for India. Oh, it's a big, long journey. And during <laughs> this journey, I have been on the various uh, association, industry forum, and uh, the God of Grace got a lot of awards and applauds. I'm uh, presently the chairman of AV Smarts and Concept, which is working towards uh facility planning feasibility studies and also helping the new entrepreneurs to start up hotels interesting and with the icf 
Mm-hmm. Now, mm-hmm. I had a passion. I used to look after, you know, working as Santu Juvo Patel. When I was the managing director, I used to watch and see that all the artists in the country were getting various kinds of awards. Unfortunately, it was not in the hospitality industry. So right. I, saw, I saw that, you know, why should not the hoteliers and the chefs should get awards, you know, because there's nothing like that which is happening in the country. It was way back in 74 or so. So first, we instituted the Hotels Award, which okay. was way back. And subsequently, when in 2004, I was in Delhi, and uh, that time I met the Indian Colory Forum. The Indian Colory Forum was headed by Chef Tavinder and many other colleagues. Mm-hmm. And we thought of starting off the Chef Awards. The whole objective of starting these awards was to awarding excellence, honoring chefs and encouraging more people to join this profession, especially the ladies. So we have a special award for the ladies. I'm delighted that chefs who are working behind the scenes are now in the forefront. Earlier, you could see chefs were always behind the scenes because they were working in the kitchens. Only food and beverage manager or food and beverage assistant managers or the captains used to be those who were taking orders. and And chefs were, in fact, if you see, they were not allowed to be in the uh, restaurants, in some hotels. True, true. So this got changed by doing these awards. Everything got changed. All the back of the house people, those who were doing such hard work, laborious, standing in front of the oven, came in the front. And today they are in the front. They are leading the show. We have forgotten about food beverage managers. Chefs are hardworking people, they are the real people, those who look after the health and wellness of the people. So true, so true. I mean, uh, so uh, Chef uh, DK, uh, I would like to put this question forward to you. Uh, like uh, Mr. Anil said, right, uh, the chefs earlier were uh, at the at the you know, back office kind of a place where they're in the kitchen and managers are in front and they're managing all the clients. So you started your career back in 1972 with the O'Brien Group. So uh, why don't you tell us about that and how how was your journey? Um, and how do you look at this whole uh, ICF journey of yours? And like uh, Anil sir said about uh, now chefs being, uh, you know, at the forefront and heading this whole uh, space where uh, they are recognized for their efforts and uh, not just in the kitchen but also the whole experience of a customer when somebody sits and you know enjoys their meal so please please tell us about your journey thank you and rock first of all uh, it's my pleasure to be part of this the socially this show i'm truly delighted and excited to speak thank you so much well uh, unlike uh, mr anil bandhari i've i've had a great journey, long journey. Next year, I'll be completing about 50 years in the industry. So uh, after uh, completing my graduation from Delhi University, I was looking for a professional course. That was the time that I was introduced to hotel industry. And I chose this culinary profession because at that particular time in 70s, there was a transformation taking place in in this uh, field, especially in the culinary field, you know, mm-hmm. because uh, uh, this was earlier dominated by, you know, those masters, you see, when we joined. So uh, quickly I'll run through. I joined this uh, 
kitchen management training program way back in 72 after spending a year at the Oberoi Tukonyant Hotel Daily. Mm-hmm. So uh, did my uh, two years plus three years specialization and uh, I was sponsored for a intensive training in France where I worked with uh, uh, best chefs of France for two years and uh, specialized because uh, there's, you know, the French cuisine gave me the the best foundation, you know, as one says, is mother of all cuisines. Ping came back and uh, held various job positions with Ubroi Group of Hotels in India and abroad and uh, had the opportunity of uh, hosting many food festivals. And uh, during my stay with Ubroi's, I was uh, nominated to participate uh, in international culinary a competition mm-hmm. in in Japan way back in 1983, where okay. only 14 country chefs had participated. So uh, we, I represented India. We won gold prize on uh, presentation of Indian food. So uh, uh, then I joined uh, 1985, the upcoming French property, the Le Meridian, which was the first hotel coming up. Mm-hmm. I joined during. Uh, it was at a finishing stage. So it was a very challenging because the entire journey has been amalgamation of a lot of hard work, challenges, positivity, and, uh, you know, drive to move forward. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, during this period, uh, during this journey, I had the you know privilege of, uh, you know, uh, uh, writing uh, a couple of books, you know, but uh, four books have already been uh, published. Fifth one is uh, under process. Sixth one is under process. Mm-hmm. And uh, over the years, I've had the opportunity of sharing dias, being the president of ICF with uh, cabinet ministers, mm-hmm. and uh, have been uh, honored with many awards, including National Tourism Award as Best Chef of India by Ministry of Tourism and Delhi Ratan, and so on, and Golden Hat, etc. So it's been a very, very successful journey overall because the time I joined this industry as a chef, this profession wasn't so much recognized, as I said. So true. Masters were there. The ratio of uh, educated versus, uh, 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 you know, those masters, I wouldn't call them military chefs. Mm-hmm. I'll call them master craft chefs whose generations had been into this industry. Right. But But they lacked you know, academics, you see. So True. that's where we came in and we took over, as Mr. Bandari just now said, that uh, it was tough initially to sustain in this industry when chefs were not willing to disclose their uh, secrets, you see, because that was their asset. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. I will not share. So, when we came into this industry, there was a transformation, you know, from 50 years today, there is a sea change, you know. As yeah. Mr. Bandari very rightly said, the time I joined, I was questioned as a chef, what the hell I was doing in the lobby. Mm. Today, I, I, I'm I invited to meet the guest in the lobby, the the 
reputation of the chefs have drastically changed. We are the dear, dear decision makers now in the hospitality industry. We are the face. We are the face of food and beverage. Chef is a face of the food and beverage. Chef is a decision maker. Chef is an ambassador of uh, of the hotel. So there is a total scenario change today. We have MBAs and you know BBA, all those qualified people who have joined this industry because of the tremendous growth. True. So 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 I would say that. And then, of course, uh, I was elected as president of uh, Indian Culinary Forum in 2000. It's mm-hmm. I've, I've completed 20, 20 years in this uh, as a as a president and uh, have uh, truly worked towards uh, uh, you know in, you know improving image of uh, chefs in the industry. You know, making right. ICF as a ICF as a brand. We have more mm-hmm. than 2,000. Uh, chefs today as members and we 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 have uh, you know we have established ourselves and uh, uh, my journey in France was because I spoke French because I'm the only chef in the country mm-hmm. so far uh, that I can read write and speak French you know which ultimately helped me because my forte was French cuisine and has been there so I think it should be it's it's a it's a great uh, journey, very successful journey. Of course, there's no end to learning. One so continues true. learning. That's so it. true, so true. Mm. Uh, so, Chef, you said uh, there are uh, around 2,000 chefs which are part of the ICF. Uh, so, is, is there uh, some sort of a uh, induction process that they go through uh, while being the part of the organization? You see, every, uh, every uh, chef or junior chef has to make an application. Mm-hmm. Is a uh, predefined uh, criteria. The application is put up before the ICF presiding, and we 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 approve the uh, membership, and then it's a lifetime membership. And mm-hmm. there are various privileges given to uh, to the members. You see, and uh, because th- you see these platforms were never existing uh, during our times. You see, right. such platforms were not there. So uh, uh, so. There were no such platforms at all where one could showcase their skills, exhibit their, you know, showmanship and uh, get rewarded. Yeah. So uh, as Mr. Bandari very rightly said that uh, the man behind uh, uh, these uh, chef award is none other than Mr. Neil Bandari who, <laughs> who, who, who has uh, extra love for uh, a chef's profession. And we, we, we like, you see, you, Somebody has to be there, you know, who pushes you, and so with true, uh, yeah. yeah, with this support and blessing. Today, chefs' profession has rolled up, of course, thanks to social media. Today, today, as I rightly mentioned, that uh, during my twenty years of presidentship, I have shared dias with cabinet ministers and having interacted with them and spoke with them with. Uh, that's the biggest change today that chefs are right in the front as they were, uh, you know, five decades ago or four decades ago. Today, there's no hotel. I mean, food and beverage runs with the name of the chef. I can say with yeah. you know, pride. So true, so true. Yeah, I definitely agree with this that uh, in today's day and age, uh, 
the name of the chef comes before the hotel and uh, it's really important that somebody like like especially with me also when whenever me and my family we go out we definitely look at uh, the kind of cuisine uh, that the hotel serves and also the uh, the chef who is also part of the hotel so we definitely also look at that whenever we go to a very uh, boutique or a or a very uh, uh, you know good hotel that we want to go and eat out at so uh, uh, mr anil uh, this question is for you uh, what were the initial challenges when you uh, thought of this whole concept of uh, introducing the annual chef awards uh, because uh, you know like you said uh, uh, icf was already headed by uh, chef tk at that point in time and when you introduced this concept uh, to him and you started collaborating on this concept what were the initial challenges uh, that you both faced well uh, the challenges were something to explain the chefs first mm-hmm. that why this culinary forum is there mm-hmm. so we had to collect uh, we have to make quite a few num- uh, members to this particular forum mm-hmm. we had to do a lot of publicity and advertisement and invite our chefs talk to them in small groups so that they can become members so having the becoming members then we had to get nominations for the awards because you know people have to nominate for the award because in what we did was very simple formula we prepared a rule book or mm-hmm. to carry on with this particular chef awards we instituted 16 awards to start with okay golden hat chef a lifetime achievement award golden hat silver hat subsequently lady chef and there are chef of the year award and then there were master chefs with the indian continental oriental uh, patisserie a uh, bakery and so on and so forth and regional cuisines so we had these kind of award which get then you know the question was that we have put up a criteria that who can join hmm. people with so much of an experience and having worked chef for a number of years can only participate in this particular uh, award set okay so right. there was a little problem because our criteria was little higher than uh, and we could not find so many people to come into it right initially we had nominations close to 80 60 40 when we started subsequently it has gone up to 150 200 nominations which we continue to receive right so right that was one challenge the other was nothing other was nothing i mean getting sponsorship was yes there is another challenge that asking people to uh, contribute Hmm. so that convincing these sponsors because this will help them and the industry a lot if more hotels and restaurants open up many more chefs get created you will see this industry will grow so to get the sponsors on board was a little challenge and this continues hmm. to be a challenge especially in pandemic days it was a big challenge to get people <laughs> to contribute to us because their businesses are also not doing too well but somehow we managed it is the fraternity which is very strong and they have an excellent relationship with their suppliers and hats off to chef tavinder kumar and his team because they could manage to have a good a contribution from the sponsors perfect perfect so uh, chef nandita karan i believe won the lady chef of the year so uh, chef uh, dk uh, tell us about uh, her and you know what was the cuisine that actually uh you know made her win this 
Okay, uh, before I, I answer this question, may I add mm-hmm. to what Mr. Bandari said? Definitely, yes. You see, I could only say with pride that these are the only awards in the country which have sustained over 17 years. Only awards in the country. So, there are, as Mr. Mitali said, there are stringent rating system. Very, very important. Mm. There is a total transparency because to build trust, confidence and accept it in the industry, you know, you have to have a trust, you have to have a confidence, you have to have acceptance because anything you do has to be accepted in the society. Right. So luckily, those who have been the winners, have been awardees, they have been well accepted by the industry that if you go somewhere and you say, I'm the, you know, uh, Master Chef Award winner given by Din Kalari Forum. So that's, that is the image now built. And, you know, so today, this has become a brand today. People now know that it's an L1 event in the country. The only event, award event in the country is hosting annual chef awards. Mm-hmm. That was my point. And uh, uh, your question that uh, uh, this Nandita girl who won. Nandita see, Karan, yeah. Uh, Nandita Karan, uh, as uh, Mr. Bandani said, that one of our objectives is to encourage uh, uh, youngsters, including women, girls, to join this profession because there has always been a myth about the hotel industry, but it has changed now the image. So through these awards, through these, uh, you know, uh, culinary demonstrations and all, we encourage. So uh, we there is a set criteria even for girls. We, 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 uh, we have thoroughly, we had uh, a number of uh, uh, nominations in this category and uh, the, the, uh, the marking is done based on their credentials, uh, performance, and uh, various achievements made. So uh, there is, there is uh, uh, no trade test conducted in this category, mm-hmm. whereas MasterChef categories, there are trade tests. So here, these top categories, the, 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 the selection as, uh, uh, is done by top jury, okay. uh, which, which consists of uh, you know, uh, CEOs and managing directors and top, all top-notch, including senior chef. Mm-hmm. So the entire team studies their credentials, you see, and the best of the best, whoever <clears throat> uh, achieves the max marks based on that uh, predefined criteria. Uh, uh, so this girl apparently is executive chef in a, a Lalith hotel mm-hmm. and uh, uh, has uh, done a very good job. And we, we found her because I've seen her uh, uh, culinary skills also because she was, I think she hosted one of the culinary demonstrations. So you you you, you look at her, the potential as well. You know? Right. So I think uh, she was well-deserved. She, she, she met uh, with all our requirements. So I think, uh, I mean, I, I would uh, uh, say she's one of the finest uh, uh, lady chefs today and uh, will do very well in time to come. 
No, definitely a very congratulations to all the winners of uh, the 17th annual Chef Awards. We would definitely be uh, putting down their names and the categories that they won in. Uh, so now I would like to shift uh, both of your attention to a very serious topic, uh, which is around this whole impact of COVID on the hospitality industry. And uh, so first, I'll start off with your own awards, right? So, uh, Mr. Anil, can you tell us uh, what was the uh, major challenges that you faced uh, while organizing this award uh, award this year? Well, uh, we discussed within the organizing committee, some of the members thought we should not have awards. Hmm. And the others thought, yes, I was a driving force. I pushed everybody. I said that the... With the changing times and the changing scenarios, we must change. Yeah. Okay. So let's make it as a digital awards. Let's mm. go on online. So we had the chef summit online and partially the chef award took that physically as well as an online. For your information, we had for 20 days immunity building recipes which were being cooked by the chefs from their home. Okay. And being relayed, right? There are 20 very, very eminent chefs like Harpal Suki and then Chef Gautam Chaudhary and there are quite a few of them which you can name. Mm-hmm. They their chef Basim uh, uh, from uh, Leela. Quite a few of the renowned chefs made those recipes and they were relayed uh, on the Facebook, mm-hmm. right? So we found solutions because you cannot just Stop anything. I personally feel these kind of problems will come in life, but you cannot say that we will not do it. I mean, you have to have a courage to do it. As a manager, you need to find solutions. Obstacles will be there in life. Right. And so we said, we will not. The awards will happen. So everybody decided they have to, will happen. And we worked out the ways and mean how they should be carried. So true. So true. And uh, also, uh, because of this whole pandemic situation, you know, tourism has taken a big hit. And because of this, uh, a lot of the hoteliers have faced issues uh, with respect to their, uh, you know, uh, bookings and people coming in. So, you know, what sort of an impact have you seen uh, across the industry? And uh, how do you feel that we can cope up with this and recover the losses in the next couple of years? The COVID-19 outbreak, has triggered a crisis unprecedented in nature. Mm. The scale and unlike anything we have seen in our lifetime. First time in the history of mankind, the hotels and restaurants were closed for such a long time. So you know, true. generally when a hotel is open, when you inaugurate a hotel, you used to throw the key out so that nobody <laughs> should close it. That was yeah. a, you know, a very normal thing that hotel should get never closed. It's the first time that the hotel has been locked. You know, that's what are the impact. I personally feel, I personally felt that this crisis is bound to change the course of life dramatically. Because it is closed now, so we need to find solutions. So it has challenged us. And in the our prevailing system, beliefs and practices, in view of this major upheaval, it will give a birth to a new world order. Hmm. You know, all realize that we need to discard all outdated systems, adopt new ones. We also need to evaluate our priorities. What was this COVID about? Yeah, if you look at it, there were three major things. Sanitation, hygiene, and social distancing. Yeah. See, sanitation, hygiene, uh, we all in the 
culinary world or as well in the F&B industry or in the hospitality industry, we are taught how to maintain the best of the standards of sanitation and hygiene. But and since this pandemic had created so much of fear, we had to update, come with modern technology to protect our associates, those who work with us, mm-hmm. also our guests, those who are going to serve. So it was a challenge to have both of them to be protected. Right? Yeah. Social distancing, yeah, that's an easy job, social you keep. And then you have to work with few. Yeah. The other biggest challenge what happened was that the, quite a bit of our labor, those who were working with us, when the hotels were closed, went home. And quite a few were laid from the hotel means there was no job. So obviously they have asked not to come for three months, six months, seven months. Quite a few hotels, staff was asked not to come in. Few hotels, they were still working because they had some guests. And some people were looking after the quarantine guests. Yeah. And some of our hotels were very generous. They started producing meals for the all the migrant workers, as well as the frontline warriors, the doctors and others. They looked after them. So this is the, you know, see the human part of a chef. Chefs are very, very human people. Hmm. You know, said we should help. We should go and do all this. In spite of the COVID being at such a high pay, they risked themselves, came to the kitchen, started cooking food and then distributed. Distribution was another challenge. Yeah. Because you are coming across lots of people. It's not an easy job, but they took that challenge and did it. Hmm. The impact of this entire business in the restaurant industry is such, it is estimated that today even 25 of the restaurant may shut down permanently. Hmm. True, true. And result an approximate of a loss of 66,305 crores. You can well imagine. Yeah. That's huge, yeah. 40% of the people, those who are losing jobs, sorry, 40% of the people losing jobs, and the quite a 50% of them have getting salaries which are 50%, 40%, 30% reduction in their salary. Yeah. That's what happened. So, you can imagine, it's very difficult for them to live. See, young boys who have just started a career, they don't have saving, they bought a new car, you bought a new telephone, they have to pay the EMI, and now there's no money coming to them. How do they survive? So that's the biggest challenge for people. In order to overcome all this challenge, the hoteliers even thought, it's okay, we'll start calling people on alternative days. Mm-hmm. Because hoteliers, because the owners don't have money at all, because they have no income coming, how do they survive even? Right? Yeah. The financial of the whole hotel is not too good. Not a hotel like those who came during Commonwealth came had taken loans. Okay. Amounting to 350 crore and they had to pay, you know, uh, interest every month of 2 crore, 2 and a half crore. But there was no income, so how could they? Yeah. Government had only postponed this interest, but after 6 months, they have to again pay. Where will this money come from? So they had to lay off people. They have asked not to come. Subtly, some hotels, what they did was, they started calling people on alternative days so that at least people will get some money. All the workers, those are there, they can survive. Hmm. The present condition is still very bad. And I can foresee, I can tell you, this will continue to be there 
till 2023. Hmm. Vaccine comes or not come, if the vaccine comes, great. But still, this situation will not improve. So what are we supposed to do as chefs and what are we supposed to do as managers? The only thing, solution I personally think is, since this pandemic is this virus which impacts the body, we need to make ourselves physically, mentally, emotionally very strong. We need to improve our immunity levels. We need to improve our health. We need to exercise. We need to have good nutritional food. And for chefs, they have to create nutritional food and give it to all the other people, those who visit their restaurants and so on and so forth. That's a responsibility the chefs have. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Second, for the mental health. Because with EMIs to be paid, with other stress which they have been built, they have to maintain a mental balance, which is very important. They should not get disheartened in any way. They need to be emotionally also very strong because in the house, the wife, the children, those who cannot afford few things and the things are becoming expensive, they have to emotionally keep them also very happy and delighted and more so also their associates, those who come on duty. And there is always a fear. If I go out, meet so-and-so, if I go to buy certain goods, I might catch. The fear is killing the people. Yeah. So in my physical health, mental health, emotionally, you need to be very strong. Hmm. And Indian cuisine has a lot to offer. Yep. If you look at Indian cuisine, this is the best food which you can have, which brings the immunity level very high. Hmm. Keeping all these factors, just to go back onto the subject, we thought of having these immunity-building recipes being displayed so that we can educate people at large. Right. What to do? How to overcome this problem hmm. during this pandemic? I mean, for, for the general public, it was on the Facebook, over lakh and 60,000 people. And now we have requested the Ministry of Tourism to print books or create DVDs which could be circulated across the world. Mm-hmm. You can imagine the impact of this was that Indian spices, which are immunity builders, you can go in now in New York, they're taking turmeric coffee, turmeric has become so popular, turmeric milkshakes are being made. Yeah, turmeric, they're putting in the tea also, likewise black pepper is being used. Mm-hmm. So India has Ayurvedic system, Indian spices have really are strong immunity builders. India has an opportunity to become number cuisine number one in the world mm-hmm. if the Ministry of Tourism takes this opportunity and promote it. Right. I feel that ministry is just keeping quiet, the government is keeping quiet. It is the time for you to go and promote it on the social media, blast it. Convey to so everybody. All these recipes which have been cooked can be put on the social media and Ministry of Tourism to various uh, channels promote such things. Then the Indian cuisine become very popular because everybody is looking forward to it. No? Mm-hmm. So true. Little thing, they say Giloi, it helps you in building your immunity. So all these things are available in India. Yeah. So it is high time. Our view of mm. 5,000 year old history, there is a need to explore, research and promote all these India's diverse traditional recipes and cuisines. 
So true, so true. Uh, so, uh, Chef DK, uh, tell us more about these uh, immunity building dishes that you, uh, you know, asked the chefs to make during the uh, annual Chef Awards. Uh, a few of the highlights, if you can share with us and with our audience. I would certainly do that. I would, uh, from a chef's perspective, you see, uh, just to further add what Mr. Bandari said, that uh, uh, these challenging times, during these challenging times, uh, chefs also had to change their mindset, you see. And uh, the, the first thing which comes in your mind is, uh, the accepting the present position and uh, working towards a better future. Although a lot uh, has been said uh, by Mr. Bandari, mm-hmm. but before that, I will answer a question. You see, you see, our uh, food is is uh, uh, has rather a uh, lot of immunity boosting. Uh, uh, you see the elements. When right. it comes to uh, spices, you know that's why uh, they say you know Indians Hindustaniyon mein badi wo hai immunity to face any kind of virus. Yeah, that's one reason today you find so many people on the road without uh, following protocols. You see, mm. that's one of the reason. You see, uh, so having said that, I think uh, uh, one of the key uh, uh, thing which as a chef. Of course, there are number of uh, uh, that uh, points that we are going to be uh, focusing on. One of them is that as a chef, it is our prime duty to ensure that the food is healthy. Right. Right. At no stage we should forego or neglect or ignore the nutritional value of the food. Therefore. It is the prime. Our is a prime responsibility that we serve nutritional and sustainable food by adopting sustainable cooking methods. Food already has those medicinal, you know, those spices, whether it's haldi, black pepper, jeera. If you actually see, read about uh, each. Spice has n number of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, immunity boosting uh, you know properties, but here the focus is going to be on serving, uh, making food with uh, freshly grown produce. Mm-hmm. Focus on organic raw material, food ingredients. Focusing on seasonal. Uh, it's very, very important, you know. Today, uh, you have almost everything. Today, as chefs, I have a type with uh, a farmer directly. He sells me her, uh, the lettuce. He sells me all those seasonal vegetables. I have my own herb garden at La Meridian, New Delhi, mm-hmm. where we pick fresh herbs and cook food. So, uh, you see, the spices is there, but using the right spice. We should not, you know, overpower the food to make it immunity uh, boosting. You know, it's already has. We only have to make sure that those nutritional, uh, those nutrients are not destroyed 
during cooking. That, that's very, very important. It means if I'm cooking straight fire vegetables, vegetables must be cooked at the right degree. Right. Otherwise you, otherwise you kill nutrients. If you broil a meat to an extent that all spices are gone, you may have developed a taste, but what you are eating is not nutritious. So that, that's very important thing that I would like to tell all, uh, you know, young chefs to make sure that the, the, there's something called, uh, uh, smart cooking today. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, it's very, that's where a lot of mistakes are done. That's why they say, you know, garka kara or professional food me kya farak hai. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, ki we overpower the spices. Yeah. Then my mother believed that the good food can be made with salt, pepper, and one or two more spices. You don't need a number of spices. But yes, there are preparations which which require condiments. You know, our traditional uh, cuisine, you know, is rest on, you know, like Oglai cuisine or any other cuisine, whether it's cuisine of South, which which has a number of Usual spices. So smart cooking ensures the food remains uh, nutritious. Those elements are not less. Yeah. Focus on fresh using technology in the right perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, don't use technology to for convenience sake, for luxury. No. If you are, let's say, using a combi oven, mm-hmm. which has a it's a it's a modern equipment in kitchen, which is vastly used. You mm-hmm. have steam and heat both. So it, it is very convenient to cook. But if you overcook, you lose on the, uh, the nutrient pan. So that, that's the focus on that. I think uh, uh, our, our uh, focus is going to be, of course, following a protocol. Mm-hmm. Which is, as Mr. Bandari said, hotels have always been ensuring HACCP, uh, you know, compliance of HACCP. That means stringent, uh, you know, uh, systems to ensure food safety because virus, this virus doesn't spread through food. What is our focus is, of course, we maintain uh, cleanliness, uh, hygiene, everything, but social distancing, three things have become very essential today. Washing of hands, wearing masks, wearing headgear and distancing. These four things are new as part of the new normal. So, so having said that, so uh, uh, our, sorry, I'm just add uh, a few more lines to it. Sure, sure. The, 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 uh, uh, in our own uh, setup in hotels, I think there's going to be a focus on uh, live cooking, small portion, small plates. So that because it is our, as chef, it is our prime responsibility to ensure minimal wastage. That's one of the very important things which we must keep in mind to, to take care of those, you know, hungry people. Mm-hmm. That's one. At the same time, help the environment. Right. So, small plates is one. Interactive cooking is going to be there. Portions are going to be mini, mini portion. That's mm-hmm. the focus. Menus are going to be smaller. Yeah, menus are going to be more based on fresh 
and seasonal produce, mm-hmm. right? There's going to be a lot of interaction between chef and the chefs have to go into the floor because today, post-COVID, it is that the, the concern, the fear, that, that the confidence you have to build when Anurag is coming to a restaurant, what does he want post-COVID? He wants safety. Yep. He wants food to be cooked in a, uh, in a safe and hygienic uh, environment. And food should be fresh so that he remains healthy. That's it. So uh, uh, that's as a chef, that's what we are fucking focusing on. 100%. I 100% agree with you, Chef, on this. Uh, so, uh, Mr. Anil, uh, Chef DK, uh, you know, beautifully portrayed uh, the responsibilities of chefs going forward, uh, you know, in the kitchen, in the hotel environment and making sure that the guests are, uh, uh, you know, being taken care of uh, with the utmost, uh, you know, concerns for their safety, for their well-being. Uh, what do you feel about the roads ahead for chefs with respect to their career and business opportunities? Well, now it is time for the chefs to think out of the box. See, you should not be thinking that my job is only in restaurants. There are a lot of opportunities which exist for them in various other fields. Right? So they have to think practically completely out of the box. It is time for them to presently sitting at home even to innovate, research, prepare some new community building dishes, which they can propagate through social media, right? And yep. through social media, as when they become popular, people will call them, order them, and Swiggy and Zomato can deliver. They have a means to deliver. Now they can be, I mean, sitting at home can also do business. It's not they have to work in hotel restaurants only to do that business. The one other big opportunity which has also come up is I can tell them is there is, you know, presently, if you look at 100% business of food and beverage, which is 423,000 crores, mm-hmm. you know, for your information, the food and beverage business, which was in 2018, was estimated to be 423,000 crores, right? Out right. of which 65% of the business was in the unorganized sector. The unorganized sector, what I meant was the street vendors, the dhabas, and others. Huh? 35% business is only in the restaurant segment. I mean, organized sector, per se. Now, the opportunity for the chefs is how to get uh, this portion, uh, I mean, part of the share of 65% into the organized sector. Yep. Very simple. All these dava, those people sit on the road are making tea, somebody selling samosa, somebody selling something which is very sanitation, hygiene levels are not well maintained. If you can refine, improve, create beautiful vans, like an ice cream cart, why can't it be a dosa cart? And why can't it be an idli cart? And why can't there be a cart just selling soups? So you create those carts. Something like a food truck. Uh, a food truck government has just permitted. Delhi government has just said that you can create food trucks. Hmm. Right? So there are different avenues. And government uh, also are giving loans. Banks have started giving loans. If they don't have the money, they can take a loan and can work towards it. The other business which I see is one of the opportunity which I see is ready-to-eat food. 
Now you can partially cooked uh, these sea kebab which you buy ready to eat, which many companies such like ITC, MTR, Vipul, Godrej, all these companies are making such food. You have an avenue to go over there. You create a new flavor, they'll employ you. Right. You suggest to them, they will be happy to have you on the board. Now look at the food and manufacturing industry, where you make biscuits, dairy products, ice creams, and there's so many. The chefs have to go over there and start working. Yeah. They have to look for jobs over there. Unfortunately, they were restricting only themselves to restaurants. It is better to look into such avenues also. Mm-hmm. Then you find food processing industry. If you look at the food processing industry, which is also a very big industry, presently it was valued close to, you know, 328 billion US dollar and is likely to grow to 535 billion dollar. And government of India have realized that 40% of the food is getting wasted. So why not process it? Right. And make it better and and, uh, don't waste it. So they started opening food parks with the Ministry of Food and uh, uh, in, uh, Preservation Industry. They have started making food parks. So people have those avenues to go and work. You can go and create different kind of preserves, jam, jellies, and so many things which you can create. In still, we don't find a good quality of a strawberry jam or a plum jam. All right. this experiment at your home, give me the idea. Find an investor and expand it. Ayurveda is another one which we were talking of immunity building now. Ayurveda food and Ayurveda food technology will be the another avenue which the Ministry of Ayush presently is researching on. Mm-hmm. You know, biscuit made out of ragi, bajra, right. yeah, mixed with some other uh, herbs could be very good for your calcium deficiency, it could be very good for your any other deficiency which you have or which can mm-hmm. bring you, remove your headache. It can remove your headache even. I mean, because these are all compositions which you produce. A good quality of tea, good quality of coffee, something added to it helps you in clearing your throat. Ginger is a very good thing. If you have any kind of a cough or something, you can have ginger. A ginger yep. biscuits, ginger ice cream, ginger coffee, ginger tea. So there's so many opportunities which you have to now create and publicize through social media. Right. And start a business. One suggestion. There will be a failure. Don't get disheartened. Keep on experimenting. Keep on trying. You will certainly have a success. For your example, I give an example of one chef who succeeded in this country, Chef Sanjeev Kapoor. Right. He was working with me. He was a chef who used to work with me mm-hmm. in the hotel. My challenge to him that every day he's supposed to give me a new dish. You cannot repeat. I used to have lunch and dinner. Okay? So he was supposed to cook a new dish for me every day. And then we will discuss during breakfast time whatever the corrections have to be done that new dish. And mm-hmm. then in the process, we started holding food festivals also with the hotel by with these old new dishes and see how public enjoys them. And he recorded and documented it, it created into a big repertoire of recipes with him. Subsequently, he came to the TV and started cooking. Right. Right. Now, he didn't stay there only. I mean, he 
saw his value, he started branding himself. And the money he earns to by branding and endorsing various food products, he earns quite a bit. Our chefs can also do likewise. It's an example. They can yeah. start certain products and cannot make a lot of money out of it. Right? Then what did he do? The Calgary New Academy has started. That's what I was only Yesterday, he just uh, launched his academy. Since he had a repertoire of all the books and everything which he had, he converted into an academy where he has the entire basic knowledge or information which is digitalized and kept with him, so which he's going to market. Then he saw that there are no good pots and pans to cook. And nothing has been standardized in India to cook on those pots and pans. He started another business of kitchen equipment. Yeah. Right? All pots and pans under his brand names are there in the marketplace. He also started restaurants. So what I'm trying to convey is that chefs have to look Think out of the box, look for the opportunities and grab them. A lot of opportunities exist. It's only a question of be confident of yourself. Look into your strengths and go ahead and do it. So true, so true, 100%. Because right now in this day and age uh, where you have social media, you have YouTube, you have Instagram, I guess uh, chefs have, uh, you know, more avenues to showcase their dishes. And, uh, you know, fun fact that uh, during this whole pandemic situation, uh, the number of uh, chef channels that actually opened up on YouTube was uh, more than ever. So, I mean, uh, you see home cooks, you know, wives and young kids also opening up their own YouTube channel just to showcase, uh, you know, something that they made. It can be as simple as like a coffee that they tried or, uh, you know, a cake that they cooked. So, a lot of thing uh, uh, that is positive about this whole, uh, you know, outbreak of internet is that people are now not restricted. Like you said, you know, uh, they are not restricted to just working in hotels. They can start their own personal brand like Sanjeev Kapoor did. Uh, so, uh, it's it's a great uh, opportunity, I guess. And, uh, of course, uh, there will be fa failures down the line. But uh, all we need to do is make sure that uh, we don't get disheartened by this whole fact. And uh, make sure that everything, uh, you know, whatever happens in your life happens for a reason. And we need to make sure that we are getting better day by day. Um, so, before we uh, uh, end this episode, uh, uh, there's a huge uh, announcement for all uh, the Socially Desi listeners. Uh, both of our guests have been gracious enough uh, to uh, give away a few of their books that they have written. So, uh, uh, Mr. Anil Bhandari uh, has a book called Art of Plating. So, he's giving away three of those uh, copies to uh, you know the lucky winners of our uh, giveaway contest that we would be organizing on uh, Socially Desi. Uh, as well as Chef DK uh, you know, has been gracious enough to uh, give away three of his books. Uh, so, I'll start with Chef. Uh, Chef, uh, uh, like quickly, if you can talk about these uh, books that you are giving away to our audiences and then we'll uh, get back to Mr. Nil. Yeah, just uh, before I talk about books, I had uh, something to share uh, with the audience, you know, like uh, uh, because everyone is talking about post-COVID, COVID, post-COVID. And uh, I just commented the other day, in fact, food has been celebrated during COVID times. Yep. Uh, Everyone has started, they have celebrated food at home. Yep. Every individual, every home, if you talk, as very rightly said that they have tried down 
those items mm. which they have never ever heard of it through, of course, social media. So food is something yep. which will never die as long as humans are on this planet, right? So as far as uh, opportunities are concerned, it is a very short time because we will recover. There will be a revival. There will be a revival. I'm quite confident yep. it is that one has to keep up that positivity. Be you know that enthusiasm should not die at all, and you know believe in yourself is very important. Believe in, and I, I find no reasons that this profession will rise better than it was before, because people are looking forward to it. It's only a question of time. And uh, uh, this industry will come back to its shape in, in no time. I'm quite confident. So talking about these uh, 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 books, I've written a couple of books. But uh, the four out of uh, my collection, uh, I shall be you know, passing it on to the winners. The first book is uh, Kebab, Chutney and Breads. Right? It's, it's beautifully written. Uh, then is the Just Kebabs. <clears throat> celebration of 360 kebabs and one for a leap year. This is the only book on the shelf uh, in the world mm-hmm. which has uh, 40% vegetarian kebabs and 60% non-vegetarian kebabs wow. and uh, beautifully presented. Uh, so there is nothing that I have left behind which cannot be cooked as kebab. That's one. Then is, of course, soups. 200 quick and easy vegetarian and non-vegetarian recipes for every season. Mm. That's third. Then, of course, is four-season salads. Easy, quick recipes on salads, dressings, and dips, including low-calorie. So the rest are under process. So these four books, which have been... uh, uh, The the beauty of these uh, recipes is, I can say that... uh, the way I have written recipes, very easy to understand and to make because writing recipe is an art which everybody cannot do. So uh, I have defined uh, a method how to write a recipe. You will find in these books. If you know the methodology to write, you can write any recipe in no time. Any dish in the world, you can pen down in no time. Perfect. Sure Sounds interesting. Yeah. And and what about the book, uh, The Art of Plating, uh, Mr. Anil? Can you talk about that? Yeah. Uh, before I start this uh, about my book, let me tell you something about the food and beverage industry, which I missed in the previous. No problem. Yeah. How, how large is this industry? Just for your information or the information of the viewers, it is 27 times bigger than the film industry, Bollywood industry. Hmm. The magnitude, this is the value of this industry. Huh? It is 4.7 times larger than the hotel industry. Okay. So this industry is a very large industry and has a lot of uh, scope. It is a sunrise industry. If you look at from the food preservation point of view, from the Ayurvedic food point of view, it is a sunrise industry. Yeah. So there are a lot of opportunities. Nobody should get disheartened. And you have a lot of opportunities to go forward. Now coming to the books, 
I had also written three books. One was on tourism in India and economic activity. The second book which I wrote was on the top chef, top recipes. And the last which I have written is the art, craft and science of plating. Now, why plating? The Indian cuisine which we saw that, you know, people used to plate it well. I mean, it didn't look so attractive. So then I thought, why not I write this book and tell them how to plate the food? Generally, what happens, we eat with our own eyes. When the food comes to you, just look at it and you start saying, wow, because this is the eyes that react. Then second comes the aroma. Then you say, wow, what a beautiful aroma. And then it is what it goes into your mouth and you feel the taste of the food. So what is important is, how do you plate it? That is the most important aspect of it. So that keeping all that in view, I thought I should uh, write this particular book on art of plating. It has various chapters, how to about color, about to shapes, about how to find different kind of a plates, how to cut, and how to display it so that it looks beautiful. Like a, you know. You can have a film star or an any other person is a lot of makeup is done that they look smart. Mm-hmm. Or we have to make the food also look smart and beautiful so that people start smiling and then eating and enjoying. Yep. Yeah, that's so true. And Raga, I just had two things to add, if you allow mm-hmm. me to do that. Yes, yes, please, please. You see, uh, one thing I forgot to mention about this. Uh, uh, annual awards at which we host mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the knowledge summit which we've been hosting to impart knowledge amongst youth. That is our uh, one of the objectives. And the other thing is that uh, uh, Indian Culinary Forum has his own uh, magazine, the only uh, magazine, uh, chef's magazine in the country for chefs, by chefs called In- Incredible Chef. Okay. So, so uh, uh, 16th edition was unveiled on that day. That was one. And mm-hmm. secondly, is that uh, something very interesting that chefs uh, also uh, are committed to give back to society. So the entire proceeds of this uh, charity uh, that uh, high tea which we hosted, you know, whatever we save uh, post event, it is uh, again, you know, contributed to. Uh, NGOs, you know, because we we have a uh, ICF Chef and Child Foundation mm-hmm. in the country, which uh, you know uh, works towards underprivileged children. We have called it Chef and Child, Chef and Child. Chef works for upliftment the 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 children. So with this objective and you know mission, we launched this and proceeds. This year we contributed. One and a half lakh, fifty thousand each to three NGOs. Uh, they can buy utensils. They can buy anything. Again, uh, uh, as commitment, our commitment to give up to society as chefs. That's a very noble cause. Very noble cause by ICF and uh, we, uh, as uh, part of Socially Desi, really uh, commend you on that. Because at the end of the day, like you rightly said, it's all about giving back to the society. And in whatever, uh, you know, uh, fashion we can, 
because at the end of the day uh, we live in a society we are part of a society so we cannot survive alone so it's all about uplifting each other trying to help each other in these unprecedented times so uh, i mean it's a great initiative that icf is taking and i really congratulate and uh, you know we would definitely would love to see uh, icf grow and grow in their member list and uh, a lot of new uh, chefs uh, should join it and uh, there are a lot of my friends and uh, i'm sure a lot of our socially desi members uh, uh, would would be you know uh, upcoming chefs or they must be you know very enthusiasts about uh, cooking so i'm sure this giveaway would definitely help a lot of them and uh, they would really enjoy this so guys again uh, if you want to be a part of the giveaway uh, make sure that you check out the links in the show notes below uh, it's on uh, sociallydesi.com/giveaway uh, we would definitely be putting this up as well as we would be putting links to uh, the annual chef awards uh, which happened this year as well as the uh, icf website so definitely have a look at that and uh, with that gentlemen uh, thank you very much for being on the show it was a pleasure having you and you have been a lovely guest on the socially desi show thank you anurag thank you anurag thank you for giving us the opportunity to talk about indian culinary forum and the chef award thanks a lot god god bless you stay safe so that wraps it up for today folks if you like the episode give it a big thumbs up share it with your friends and let's go viral remember our weekly podcast features episodes on personal growth mental health relationships business and entrepreneurship and health and fitness We would love to have Mr Anil and Chef DK on our show again in the future to discuss more about the Indian hospitality industry. So, if you haven't yet done so, hit that subscribe button and go check out our website at sociallydesi.com. And as always, before I sign off, remember, life is black and white and everything in between. <laughs>